0: Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Already Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash RD friends. That's pros.com slash RD friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one of a kind formulas. Pros.com slash already friends.
1: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app.
2: Hardy friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. And we are together in person, baby. Woo, woo. I am here in Omaha with Allison in
0: her lovely podcasting studio that she's it's made in her long. house. It's yeah. Coming We're the first trials. This is our first try. We've come a long way since me recording in the bathroom on the toilet with the laptop and the mic on the bathroom counter and a pillow fort. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely have come a long way from that. What a time. So we figured our shit out and we're in this lovely little space, which hopefully you guys will see soon.
0: Lots of new things coming. I feel like we have to plug the podcast Bible right now because we learned all those things the hard way from recording from the bathroom to uh, losing episodes to memory card shit to editing. We really went through the trenches. Right. And right now we have two backups going, got our mics figured out, have
2: a great setup, which is all included in the Bible. Yep. For $25. Yeah. So if you are interested in starting a podcast and want to jumpstart all of the things that we had to figure out, our slash shop. So we're getting our video set up looking great. So you can post all the TikToks and Maybe eventually down the road we'd do a video format cuz people really seem to want that.
0: Yeah, I don't I know personally if I personally enjoy consuming podcasts in that way. Wait, really? Yeah, I've I've converted. <laughs>
2: yeah, wait, because I
0: remember When we talked about this like
2: a year or so ago, you're like, I don't watch video podcasts. I'm like, me neither. So I I don't understand
0: the crazy demand that people have been, you know. Well, I think for me now that I put the TV in the Airbnb now on my apartment side, I don't have a TV. So like at night, if I want to watch something on my laptop like going on YouTube, YouTube and finding a podcast. Yeah. It's like really soothing and like a yeah. good wind down. And then I feel like I'm learning, but I'm kind of being entertained, but I can kind of like edit it on my phone still. Yeah. So we'll get there. Yeah. So stay tuned. It might be in the future for us. Today's episode is inspired by recent events in both of our lives where things didn't end up in the best situation, but they weren't that detrimental, but it had us thinking. Yes, exactly what Allison's saying. So
2: Today's episode is going to be about your core values and figuring out the opposite of those. Because I feel like what we were talking about is in these recent kind of like altercations, I guess, just like things dealing with friends or family where we just had little hiccups in our relationships, we realized that every single time it was something that was bothering us was our core values, just the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, how can we make this a podcast episode? How can we talk about this? Because what we want to talk about is recognizing what your core values are, finding what the opposite of that is. And so you can recognize that when you're getting in little tiffs or fights with people. So that you can evaluate and be like, okay, is this as detrimental as it feels to me? Because it might feel very offensive, very hurtful because it's my core value, but is it actually that hurtful? Does this person, did they even know that this is
0: hurtful to me? So just things right, like right. that. And then it can enhance your relationships if the people close to you know what like that core wound is so that they know maybe how to navigate that in a more soft way in the future. Yes. But we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kara's in Omaha now. And how, how's the week going? It's Wednesday. Yes. Um, how is that possible? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Oh I God. feel like as we're gearing towards summer, the weeks are just flying by.
0: Oh, literally. For me, on ketchups, the Airbnb, I think by the time this goes live, like, it's ready. It's fully launched. Yeah. And I had told you guys that I went to LA. This was, like, November to do, like, that Airbnb workshop or whatever. And Kara asked me last night, like, what I felt like the biggest takeaway from that workshop was. And of course, he taught a lot of fundamental, logistic, things like that. But it really just inspired me because I could see it happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a visual learner. And being there when he was like, all right, we signed the keys, like we're furnishing it, like let's get it live and not overthinking it and just doing the damn thing really lit a fire under my ass to be like, it's okay. Like you've stayed at so many random places like all over the world. And it just doesn't have to be like the most perfect thing ever. And the things that I might notice that I like want to improve. Like the guest is probably not even thinking twice about.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many times you stayed in Airbnb and it was just check in, check out, you left, you thought nothing of it. Yeah. And if you sit and think on it too long and try to make everything perfect or plan so
0: meticulously, it might never happen. Exactly. Yeah. So like 1404, we just from idea to opening that was like 2 months and so i'm kind of trying to go for the same thing idea was mm-hmm. april 1st mm-hmm. and we're in may now so like absolutely 100% by june 1st this bad boy needs to be up and running and yeah. i think that's we're on the right timeline that's great so that has been fun and i've i love decorating spaces but i feel like in general this year for me well, the, the past few years I've been laying so much groundwork mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like this year I'm hoping is when everything's going to start to finally like bear fruit. Yeah. Because so much of even like what's at the Airbnb is like things that I've thrifted or bought for, from years and trips. And we've been laying the groundwork with this podcast. And like we just said about the Bible, like figuring out all the really hard shit. And now we're like, okay, we know what we're doing. We have a rhythm. 1404 is open now. So I feel not like in fight or flight every day of like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? And it's really, really nice because I haven't felt that since like before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you. You've Thank automated your life and it seems to be hopefully smooth sailing soon. Yeah. There's even moments where I'm like, I know I have a lot going on, but I should be like really overwhelmed right now because I'm so used to being very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like when I just went to go get a matcha at Zen. Also, guys, I, I have to come clean. I did take a a microdose this morning that was like a little larger than normal. So
2: <laughs> I'm like Allison's was like, wait, I don't know if this is a
0: microdose. I'm like,
2: stop. This is so funny. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So she's like loving life and we're here for it. Yeah. And it's like really nice today. I'm like driving to my pickup to go get the this iced pistachio cold foam matcha with almond milk and two strawberry stones. And the windows are down and the vibes are so good. And I'm like, Should I be stressed right now? I was like, no. I did all my stuff for 1404. We ran the payouts. Posted some reels. They're performing well. Mm -hmm. Store doesn't open until Friday. Kara's in town. She's setting up the equipment. We know the topic. (laughs) Wait, you know this reminds me of you know that TikTok
2: sound? That's like the Nicki Minaj. And then it goes like, I'm spinning like a ballerina. I feel like I was in here like trying to figure out this video camera.
0: And then like it flashes to you and you're just like getting your matcha (laughs) Like… okay but my- reverse roles because me yesterday was like I have to get everything ready here <laughs> yeah. and you just like pull into town no stress and I'm stressed as fuck well so, like I okay so
2: I was trying to figure out this new video camera that I got for a setup and I didn't get it figured out but I think when we record our next episode tomorrow it'll be good but there's just so many tech things again plug in the bible because
0: we learned it so you guys don't have to <laughs> learn so it the hard many way. things
2: to figure out But no, I love that. Yeah.
0: Any other updates with all that? Mm, Boxing. boxing? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, (laughs) I was like, wait, what's the boxing update? Boxing is going great. Making a lot of friends.
0: Making a lot of friends. I give a kid a ride home every night and he's 19 and he's like becoming like my little brother. And it's like so cute <laughs> and wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like actually went over to like his parents, his dad's place yesterday and we we're like hanging out on the roof. <laughs> and that's sweet. Yeah. Um, and one of the days, like this week or last week, I don't even know what day it is, but one of the coaches was gone who kind of like works with the new people. Mm -hmm. And I'm like the oldest of the newbies and like the most experienced of the new people. But I haven't moved on to like the experienced group yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the coach was gone. And so they were like, all right, you have to lead everything. So I actually came up with like the whole practice, like was full-blown coaching. Like I came up with, I mean, I didn't like come up with the drills because I just did the stuff like we usually do. But I was like, okay, how many rounds are we going to do? And I'm like coaching all of these kids and (laughs) calling out the things and I was like, Whoa, Um, I feel like clay. (laughs) I (laughs) know. You're like, what? Yeah, like Am I Clay? how did I just like become a coach to these kids now? I mean, some are like my age. I don't know why I'm calling them kids. I feel like I'm a kid sometimes too. Yeah. That's fun. It is fun. Yesterday we watched some film because one of the boxers went to go to a fight. Mm-hmm. So we were watching him compete. Wow. And it's just so not like daunting, but like crazy to think about like putting myself into a ring. And so watching like actual fights happen is good for me to be like, okay. Is, this is this feels like a little different than like the conditioning drills we're doing. Yeah. And it's something that you're considering, right? Considering is a good way to put it. I'm, yeah. fe- I'm feeling it out. Yeah. That's amazing. But I was talking to Clay about it. And, um, do you know who David Goggins is? Uh, just know the name.
2: and Like like I know like a one-sentence description of him. That's it. Okay. Like a motivational speaker who is an athlete. Super, like he's kind of aggressive. Some people are put off by him. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, I, I play hate comments in my ears all day long and that's what drives me. Like that's all I know about him. No, that's
0: literally the perfect description. He was the Navy <laughs> SEAL. But like okay. he definitely talks about like getting down in there and like the people that like hate you or what like your haters are your motivators type of thing. <laughs> and he has been able to achieve some insane stuff. But I was mm-hmm. telling Claire, I was like, I feel like if I'm like in a ring, like I've got to really access like something else inside me to get up enough like endurance, and, yeah, to like be fighting someone, stamina, yeah, and so, dr- yeah, like that anger drive or something. Mm-hmm. Because, like, with running, it wasn't really like aggressive. So, mm-hmm. okay, this is actually a pro tip. If you're like maybe even like the treadmill thing, like the 30 30 or what is that, 12 3 30, yeah, okay. So, when I'm running, I'm on a really long run and I feel like I can't go any further. When I hit that point, the game that I play with myself, you can do whatever duration you want. What maybe that's a half mile, an extra mile. Whatever is for each, I imagine that the whole world is ending, everyone is dying. And for each mile further that I go, is someone that I get to save to be with (laughs) me at like the end of times. And so then it pushes me because I'm like, or if you're on a treadmill, like doing one lap or Mm -hmm. something, you're like, okay got my family, got my friends. We're bringing more people in. And it. when you do each mile or segment for a person like that, I feel like it makes it feel like you're fighting for something. And then you're also kind of reflecting on how much that person means to you.
2: I don't care about them. I'm just going to stop now. <laughs> yeah, because
0: like that would be fucked up. <laughs> you're like halfway through it and you're like, oh, sorry, Kara. I just couldn't pull through. <laughs> I'm just like dead. (laughs) That's good.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you got to tap into something. Something to trigger you. Yeah, something to fight for. Wow. Good or bad. Yeah, how about you? Okay, well, well, I love all that. Um, I don't know. Not too many life updates here. I will say I did finish It Ends With Us like two days ago. I saw you had it in your in your room. So I'm like, okay, we should talk about this. I won't give any spoilers or anything. So you don't have to fast forward. But I did see that they came out for the casting mm-hmm. for the movie. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't know the book, again, I'm not going to spoil anything. Because I hate spoilers. Even if it's like you're like <laughs> 10 years late or five years late. I'm like, no, what if I want to watch that? Or I want to read that at some point. But there's Lily as a main character and Ryle. And they casted, um, what's her face? Blake Lively as the girl. Mm-hmm. And then some guy, I don't know the guys very well, but I just like cannot believe they casted Blake Lively. She's so not Lily vibes. Because in the book, Lily's 24. She's a redhead and she like lives in Boston. I'm like, Blake Lively's almost 40. What the fuck is up with that? I think Blake Lively would make a great Alyssa, which is Ryle's sister. Mm. I don't like, how did they miss that? That would have been perfect because they also casted Alyssa as The girl who plays Marcel the Shell. Oh my
0: God, I forgot about that.
2: Yeah. What's her name? I know her name, but I'm just like blanking. Jenny Slate. I don't even know how that is. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? No. Okay. She's like the super loud, obnoxious, kind of annoying character in Parks and Rec. So I'm like... Alyssa in the book is also like an it girl, rich, wealthy. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it goes to Pilates. There could be, like, spin-offs
0: up spinoffs for Alyssa. You mean
2: like they change the character?
0: No, or, I mean like Colleen oh, could write other books about like Alyssa. Even. Yeah,
2: like she's the it girl. And I'm like, love Jenny Slate. Like, again, in Park's Mark, she's really funny. And like, people love Marcel Lachelle. But I'm like, how is a comedian, like someone who, I don't know, her personality just wasn't giving Alyssa. And I think okay, people okay. were upset online. So I just want to say that I stand
0: with everyone who hates the casting because I'm just like not here for it. I just feel like so often when they do decide to do the screen version of books, like there's always so much controversy. For sure. People, especially with cult favorite books mm-hmm. like this. And I'm not even like a cult. Like I
2: really enjoyed it, but I'm not like die hard, like joining Facebook groups or whatever. Like I'm not in that community, but… I don't know. I think that whoever they cast as Atlas was Atlas was
0: good. Like the guys I don't really like, care about oh as much, God. but the girls I, I forgot feel like- how much I loved Atlas. Cause I read yeah. this when I was in Joshua Tree. Okay. Oh uh, I read it in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. Like I bought it at probably like 5 PM. Like went home, made some food, and just like read it till I went to bed. Yeah. That's so funny. Also, did you ever see the
2: Divergent movies? Yes. You know the guy who plays four? Four. Yeah, Yeah. they (laughs) wanted him to be Ryle, which I
0: thought was so good too. That's perfect. No, that would have been perfect. No, like Clay would be like a good Ryle.
2: You think? (laughs) Okay, apparently Clay is this guy on the other… Series. Oh God, yeah. What is it? Caucasian or Casian? Casian. Yeah, I don't know. How to say I remember it looked like
0: Caucasian. That's how I heard it. Kate Cassian, Cat People yeah. that are on that are book fans of whatever that book is are probably screaming right now at our pronunciation. Oh my God, I know. Why? Don't, I, I never read it, but people said that it's really good. If you guys are confused, basically, I posted this video on TikTok of Clay literally just sitting there, like he was like chewing ice cream, but it was like kind of from the side, and people were like obsessed with him. Okay, they were like. Okay. Like court who of thorns is this and roses. Okay. That's the series. Which someone, when I posted, it ends
2: with us, I think. I think I posted that. And someone was like, you need to read a court of thorns and roses. Like, that's the next thing Mm -hmm. to get into. So it must be like smut
0: stuff. We used start an already friends book club. I know. Because I'm in a physical book club, but Mm -hmm. meeting in person, I feel like we need to have more people. Because in my in-person book club, there's only like seven or eight of us. And it's too many for all of us to find a time to meet. But not enough of us that if a few are missing… It's still you like okay. Meet. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if we had like all the listeners of a book club, it's like, if you don't want to read that book that month, like it's fine. Just don't do You it. know, and do like a Zoom or something. Yeah. Maybe okay. we do it with the patrons. I think we should. That's a really good idea. Ooh.
2: All right. Patreons, yeah. <laughs> stay stay tuned. I have to do a book club. I like it. I really Cause like then, that.
0: Because you haven't read it. It starts with us then, right? No. Me either. Oh, so, okay, we can do so first on book. There. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay, cool. Patreon members, if you want to be in, in this, it starts with us. Let's do it. I literally just picked up in the library yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Theo James is the guy who plays four. Theo James as Rao would have been amazing. I don't know who I'd want as Lily, but just like someone in their 20s. Like, why are we casting a 36-year-old for a 20-year-old? I don't know. I get Hollywood does that a lot. Like, a lot of the high school characters are usually in their 20s.
0: But wait, it's just funny because I was actually went back and listened to a bit of our How to Romanticize and Celebrate Your Life because it's like my favorite episode that we ever did. (laughs) Yeah. And we got a very sweet message the other day that someone said they were having a bad morning and then they listened to that episode and it like turned the whole day around. Mm -hmm. And so I was like at boxing listening to it. Oh, yeah. And it's a really cute episode, but we were talking about how the Euphoria characters… Are like fucking 30 and they're playing <laughs> yeah. 18 year olds. No, they're literally 30. That girl. Um, no, Maddie. Maddie, is that yeah.
2: Okay. So that's my thoughts with It Ends With Us. That's my updates. Not much else is going on, but I'm in Omaha, so maybe for next week's episode I can give some updates on being here in Omaha. Amazing. Yeah, we're gonna do lots of podcast stuff this week and have our ideas come to life, like book club and just other TikToks, video things, all that good stuff. Okay, so, peak of the week? My peak of the week is being Allison's first official Airbnb guest. Aww.
0: That's <laughs> my peak too. That's oh, cute. Wait,
2: yeah, yeah, I'm the first official booker on your
0: platform better leave a good review. I know.
2: I'm like, I'm I'm really
0: hoping for that five stars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. So Okay, low-key though, last night we were looking at 1404's reviews and… Your store, yeah. Yeah, my store. And it was like, me reviewing the podcast (laughs) reviewing. My mom and Kira's like, oh, I wonder who this is. And it's like, literally like, all my friends and family (laughs) and the other owners like parents. So if you guys want to be nice and you've actually been to 1404 and had a good experience, please leave a Google review because whatever you write in the review, same with podcasts. Like if you're like, I listened to the how to celebrate and romanticize your life episode and it literally made my day so much better because then when someone searches into the search bar, like I'm having a down day, like what could I do? Or I want to learn how to romanticize my life. Then these things actually come up or someone's in Omaha and is like, I want to go secondhand shopping. Yeah. Or like, Harley Davidson shirt. It's like, I found the best Harley Davidson shirt
2: or just anything yes. specific for SEO. Helps so, so, so much. That's a good shout. So
0: yeah. Okay. That was going to be for both of us. Okay. And let's read your guys's peaks. Okay. Anna submitted two. I'm going to read both of hers because these are both amazing. Finding out I qualify for German citizenship. Congratulations. Whoa. Also, I like want to know more. <laughs> and she also said going to a flower festival with my friends. What a great week. Okay. Wow. Two amazing peaks. Kylie said,
2: Exploring Charleston with my best friends, I haven't seen in two years, and graduating college. Yay! Congratulations to all our grads. I see a couple peaks in here for graduation. Um, Another one is Serena and Liv also graduated. Congrats to all of our grads. Libby just finished
0: her junior year of college, and yay, we're here for all of our university people. Killing it. Amazing. And last two, because I have to read both of these. Sarah said, Qualifying for the Boston Marathon congratulations. And Haley said, got engaged in Mykonos. That's we love you, Haley. Stunning. Congratulations, uh, Haley. You're seriously the kindest, most loyal be. supporter. And we are so happy for you. I know. We just we both were like squealing over how happy we are for you this morning when we saw that. Yay. So congratulations. Yes. As always, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram story every Monday. The Instagram is at Artie Podcast.
2: Okay, perfect. So let's get into today's topic and even elaborate a little more on how we thought of this. Again, we wanted to talk about our core values and even give some examples of our personal core values and just how flipping that on its head can be something that really bothers you. And I don't know if I've heard someone talk about this before, but I feel like if you find yourself getting upset in situations, this wouldn't hurt to take a look at and see if what you're getting upset about is something really bad, really hurtful, or if it's just something that is your core value flipped which is still hurtful and still upsetting. But I feel like it's more eye-opening to realize that some situations aren't maybe as bad as we think they are in the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Or if someone close to you is like really upset by something, it helps you see it from their perspective of like why that is so important. And then they're they're not like deliberately hating you. It's like that's just very hurtful to them. Yeah. So I'm. we can just go ahead and jump right yeah, into some of the examples. We I have. feel like the examples make it Easier to understand.
2: And I even called a few friends and explained this and they gave us some other examples. So what happened to me recently, which made me kind of have this revelation. So I was texting a friend that hadn't seen in a long time, was going to be in their town and basically was like, I'm going to be here for this one day. I haven't seen you in months. What are you up to? And this person's like, oh, I have brunch plans at 11. And so I'm like, oh, cool. We can do something after like, I don't know. Or I can go to brunch. I just didn't think anything of it. Um, and the person's like, yeah, just come to brunch with us. It'll be perfect. And then we can just have a day. Well, then two days later, the person's like, hey, sorry. Actually, you can't come to brunch. Uh, like, sorry about that. Like, just things change. So you can't come anymore. And I, one of my core values is being a connector. And Allison knows this too. Like I'm just, I have a very extroverted personality and I feel like my superpower is just connecting people. Like meeting, introducing other people to people or like introducing someone in a professional setting to other people I know in that professional setting. Just networking, connecting, and it just makes me happy. And like, I don't ever want anything in return. Like I, if I could just have like a conference, if that was like my calling, I feel like having conferences would be great because I love connecting people that are like-minded. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, if my friend was coming into town, there would be no second doubt in my mind. Like, oh, just come to brunch with us. Like, I wouldn't even, I don't know. Like, it It wouldn't even be a second thought in my mind to include somebody. So then when this person like… To not include somebody. Not, yeah, to not include somebody. So then when this happened, I'm like, oh, wait, this is like so hurtful. Why, why did I get uninvited? Like, it just brought me back to high school, being excluded from things. Because I like never really had drama in high school. But I think the one thing that did bother me was being excluded from things because I include everybody. Like, if someone expresses interest in coming, I, like, it would be rare for me to say no. Just I'm like, oh, I love including people. like, And I like being included. So... That was one of those moments where I'm like, okay, this really isn't that big of a deal because this person already had this plan for months. Like, I told her a week in advance, I was going to town. Like, they already had plans. But to me, it was just like, oh, that was so hurtful. Because, like, upon
0: initially hearing it, hearing it, you yeah. were like
2: very. Yeah, and I didn't hurt. say that to this person. I just said right, it. Right. I just, I was like, oh, no worries. But, like, to Connor, to myself, I'm like, oh, wait, this sucks. Like, (laughs) what?
0: But then you took some time to reflect.
2: Yeah. And I took some time to reflect. And like, again, that maybe isn't their core value is like, maybe their core value is intentional time with a small group of people. Mm -hmm. And so for her, having brunch with uh, only three people might be more valuable than including a bunch of people. A new energy into the room.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like maybe they hadn't seen that friend in a long time and were like really looking forward to having that intimate time together. Yeah. Which is so fun. Yeah. yeah. So
2: that was just something where I realized like my core value of
0: connecting and including was just like flipped down its head and it was like upsetting mm-hmm. because that's not what you would have done in that situation right yeah but upon that happening and upon reflection you were like oh my gosh this is her intention was not to be mean it wasn't to exclude me right it was I've just made prior commitments that I want to honor yeah and so before a lot of self-work like let's say this had happened to someone like in high school or something it could have been like oh my god we're in a fight now. It could have been a friendship ending
2: conflict. Yeah. Yeah. But as th- you've grown <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm 27, I'm like, okay, this like you have to uh, you have to try and see things from other people's perspectives. And yeah, even if I would have done something differently, it's like, okay, well, what's this person like can I look at this person's core value and try to understand why it makes sense for them to do what they are doing?
0: Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Byberg Small Business Insurance. Whether you're a contractor, consultant, restaurant owner, photographer, podcaster, life coach, cleaning business, or boutique owner, whatever you do with your small business, there's a good chance insurance can protect you and your company from the potential risks of owning a business. Byberg is part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company, so you can trust they will be there financially. They have a 4.9-star average customer review rating, and it is truly a one-stop shop for your business insurance needs, and they even have policies starting as low as $35 a month. Byberg is who we use for the Artie Friends Brand, as well as my two other businesses, New Wave and 1404 Collective. I've been a customer of theirs for years and clearly I'm a big fan as I keep choosing them again and again. They have a lot of specialty coverage areas that cater to small businesses and entrepreneurs that I couldn't find at other companies. Using Bybrook has been ideal for us because it was so easy to get an affordable policy and if we ever have questions or want to update something, we can call to speak directly with a licensed insurance agent who will gladly help us out. To get a quote, you can visit bybrook.com or call 1-866-757-4487, whichever you prefer prefer. Either way, you can get a quote in under five minutes, purchase your policy and be covered the next day. Thank you to Byberg Business Insurance for being a sponsor of the Already Friends podcast. As always, we'll have the links in our show notes as well as on our website. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. This has nothing to do with friendship, but for some reason, this just made me think of this situation. Last summer, I was talking about how Clay and I went to a park and we were doing um, acro yoga in the Mm -hmm. park. And I was basically just in like booty shorts and like a tiny little bra because I had worn something that was not suitable for acro, like over, I think like jeans or something. And I like needed to take them off. And I like said on the podcast, and I was like, and there was this one family there. We had like had the whole park and this one family like turned away. And one of my other friends was like, did you ever consider that maybe they just wanted to give you privacy, that it wasn't that they were like offended that you were in your underwear, but that they were like, oh, there's only two people in the park. So like, we're going to go over here. So not to disrupt them in their flow. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I like didn't even consider that that is actually probably what they were doing. They weren't like, "Oh my god, a bra." They were just like, <laughs> "Oh, that couple's really cute and happy and doing their thing over there. there." Like, There's let's give them some here. privacy. Yeah, we can not move. stare at them to make them uncomfortable. Yeah. So just with anything in life, I feel like if you're taking it and looking at it from the other perspective, sometimes like, oh, usually people don't have ill intent. Yeah. No, I, I love that.
2: Okay, so I, as I mentioned, I called a couple people and one of my other friends. Her core value is being helpful and you. you. You know this person too. One of the most helpful people I know. If they can help, they'll help. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in a
0: bind, this is the friend to call.
2: Yeah. So if you're moving, this person would offer to pack your boxes or help you carry stuff. If you needed a ride from a dentist appointment, this
0: person's gonna pick you up. Wait, okay, with um when we had Chelsea on, Dr. Chelsea Shields, and she had the five friends. Which, was one of them a helper? You're saying? Um, reliable, maybe? Yes. The reliable So, this friend. is the reliable friend.
2: Yeah. And so, her core value, she finds, is being helpful. So, if this friend had asked someone to pick them up from the airport and that person said no she would be so deeply offended and so
0: deeply hurt because that's her core value flipped on its head. She's like, well, I would have made time. I would have like moved my meeting or Mm -hmm. rearranged my day so that I could make sure to be there for you. Yeah. So that's another example of like, okay, she values being helpful. And
2: if someone else is like, well, I have to be somewhere at this time. And like, they probably could have made it work, but they don't make any effort to switch it up that would be very offensive and like really hurt that person.
0: Because what she would want instead is like, oh, I can't be there at that time, but I can pick you up an hour later if you don't mind hanging out at the airport for an hour like in a coffee shop or something, but I can still get you at some point. Mm -hmm. Is like the answer that they would want instead of just like putting in no effort. Right. So that's another example of
2: reflecting and seeing like what could trigger you, I guess, in just like a really deeper way. Mm -hmm. Because there are things like that people will say is their core value, that bothers them. That doesn't bother me at all. Like, and vice versa for you. Like, mm-hmm. the connector thing, you're not like that. So, that doesn't really bother you as much.
0: Yeah. To not be invited into something. Mm-hmm. So. hmm Not at all. Yeah, it's so interesting how— And then I can say my example from yesterday and how, like, that's not something that would have bothered you at all. Right. So, one of my core values—I don't really know what the right word would be, though, is, like, privacy in my space is very, very important— And it's kind of funny because my mom's parents had, like, an open-door policy. Like, we called it the big house. Like, everyone came and went all the time, all day long. Like, they had, like, a U driveway thing around their house. And, like, cousins would roll in, whatever. And my parents, like, in our neighborhood growing up, like, neighborhood kids were always coming over. Like, we were the the central spot. So, I don't know how I got like this. I think it's because having New Wave connected to my apartment for the last three years— was actually, like, not a very good idea for me in hindsight because I had no control ever over who was coming into my space. Like, at any given point in a day, I had no idea who I was going to see, how long they were going to stay, what type of energy they were going to bring in, if they were going to, like, start crying, trauma dump, ask me for help, like, just so, the day could go in so many directions every single day. And I like never knew how to like emotionally prepare for the day. Like, is this mm-hmm. going to be a fun day? Is this going to be a sad day? Who am I going to see? Like, if you think about it in your own life, if you're like, oh, I'm going to brunch with that friend on Sunday, like you kind of know like what the vibe's going to be because of like how that person is. So having so many people bring different energy into my home every day was a lot after a few years. And so now that's like literally the number one reason that I stopped having New Wave open set hours is because I was like, it wasn't that people weren't respecting the space at all. Like people were always very nice. I mean, yes, they would definitely overstate their welcome, but out of a good place in their heart because there's like being here. And so over time, I just started to realize like, I really need to have privacy in my own home. And I don't like want people dropping by unexpectedly or early or just being like, oh my God, I'm in town, like knock on my front door. Like, Because in here, like right now we're podcasting. So like if someone just decided that they should come in right now, it's like, dude, I'm doing a different thing. I have private shoppings in here. Like I do not want someone bursting my bubble, I guess, unless I'm aware of it. And I, a lot of times I, my days are like pretty, pretty scheduled. And yesterday, Kara got here like 30 minutes earlier than I thought she would be here. And the hour time that she was coming was right when I had to like get, I had to wrap up the workday, take peaches out, eat, get to boxing, whatever. And I had no idea that she was going to be 30 minutes early. And I was like finishing up a work project for something else. And she had emailed me, but I didn't see it because I wasn't expecting her to be early. And you did the right, you did nothing wrong. Like you just (laughs) arrived to your destination earlier than planned. And it's like, I knew you were coming that day, but I wasn't planning to see you until after boxing and so then I was like so flustered and I feel like since everyone knows my address, I it makes me feel like I have to be available or accessible to people like at the drop of a hat and like this happens like over and over and over again. So, but to a normal person when you arrive at their house 30 minutes early, would not be an issue. But since I like live, work, run all of my business in here, like that actually was an issue, I guess, for me. And I like felt so bad (laughs) that it was an issue because then it started our time off together where I was like, whoa, um, I wanted to like greet you after box and be like, oh my God, you're here. Hey not like oh my god fuck I'm literally on a call for something else like I can't talk to you and so funny because like I know you text me you're like I'm so sorry I was like so kiddo
2: and like to me I'm like wait I didn't even think anything was wrong like you know like, because in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to drop my stuff off. I'll leave you alone. Like, I know you're working. But like to you, like, it was just so different. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I literally did not think anything of it. Right. Because it's like, it's just not like, just, a value of yours. I was or like, something. I'm going to the gym. I'll leave you alone. But here's, I'm just going to leave my camera here so it doesn't get stolen from my
0: car. But no, I know now it's like, you are in your flow. Because right now, if a different friend said like, oh, I'm going to drop my camera off, we would... Now, then the podcast would go over time. We'd have to stop everything. Or even just like if you were at work and it's like uh, if a regular person was at work, I would just go to your house and not bother
2: you. And I would just like, you're like, okay, here's the door code. Just put your camera in the back. Right, right, And go to the gym and like we'll meet
0: up later. But it's like since your office is in your house, it's just like different. And I, we didn't communicate. Also, I feel like everything in life can probably be solved by better communication. Since I thought I had 30 more minutes, I was like trying to wrap up my work day. And then I was like, oh, when I go to boxing, I'm just going to put the lockbox out for the Airbnb and Kara can just let herself in And because I thought you were going to arrive after I'd already left. So I like wasn't mentally, emotionally, physically ready for someone to have arrived yet. And then I was like, wait, I don't have the lockbox out. Like the door is still locked. Um, I guess you're going to have to bring it over to work because I like didn't put it out yet. Yeah. Which And like then 10. it was like 10 more things that I had to like think about before because then I was like, wait, what is she going to do while I'm at boxing? I don't know. It was just…
2: It was chaotic, but not for me. I guess, like,
0: I I, I felt bad I'm like, oh, I didn't realize how, like, stress this made you because, like, in my head… Because because you, nothing. I didn't know you were going to the gym. So, you just yeah. called me and you're like, hey, I'm here. And I was like, wait, I told you I have to go to boxing. So, like, I can't hang out right now. Like, I'm like, does she want to, like, go get dinner? Is she going to bring all her stuff in? And also, New Wave's front door… The it doesn't latch. So if if you don't like lock it shut, it'll just blow open. And I was like, if I leave and then you're bringing all your stuff in yeah. then peaches could run out in the, the traffic, like just, all of these scenarios in my head were just like stressing me out. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, in the future, let's just agree on a
2: time and like stick to it. Because <laughs> in like, that's the thing we did not like, we kind of just are going with the flow. We didn't really, I we are just texting back and forth, emailing back and forth. Like, how hey, am I getting at this time? We're like, okay, cool. But now that we know, like, if I ever come to town again, or if you ever come to St. Louis, like, we can just like make a sure set time so that you can mentally prepare, mm-hmm. and like knowing that you might be working and all that stuff. So yeah, I don't think we really like we didn't really set anything. So yeah, I don't know. Communication could fix everything. Yeah. So that's just like another example of how your privacy in your space is like so
0: valuable to you. It could have been like anybody. Yeah. And that's the problem I think with my life is like everyone, maybe this is me projecting, but feels like they're the exception to that. But it's like, I have a lot of good friends. I have a partner. I have my partner's family, my family, my sister, my stepbrothers, and everyone feels like, oh, it's fine if I just like drop by. But, but then it's like really no one. But it's like, no, literally there's way more of you and one of me in one space. And like, I just, we can't have this.
2: Yeah. And I, yeah, if anything that like makes, I feel like that makes people feel better. Like makes me feel better. It's like, okay,
1: like
0: literally no one, like it's just for everyone how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Like one of this coffee shop I love, they have these flights and the girl commented or made an Instagram post and the caption was like, literally, if you want a flight, you have to reserve it. And this includes my mom, the owner of the place. Like she's like, yeah. I don't care who you are or if you're in town or what you're celebrating, you have to reserve them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same rule for everyone. Yeah. And so
2: with like these core values, I feel like, like you said, it's just communicating. Cause like, again, throughout this whole situation, I was not hurt and I just feel bad cause you were really hurt but then it's good that we communicated it because now I just know what really bothers you.
0: hmm hmm
2: Because it was never, like, if anything, I was like, oh, it'll be helpful that I see her before she goes to boxing. So she's not, thinking I'm going to get locked out or anything like in my head I'm like oh this makes sense I'll just like drop by really quick but now knowing that
0: it's like yeah literally that phrase drop by really quick like haunts me in my sleep of people being pick my brain you no pick, pick brain <laughs> if you were like can I pick your brain or drop by those are like the two most terrifying things of my life I'm like I am not on an examination table. I'm not just available. The door is not just unlocked. You don't have an open door policy. Yeah, and it's like, for me, it's like, you know. Totally totally opposite. Totally opposite. So, I think it's just good
2: to sit with yourself one, if there's people close to you in your life, how you just said, you had to communicate that to your friends, to your family. I'm literally never here, so that's probably why I didn't know that.
0: Because mm-hmm. I
2: don't think I've ever really come to your house at a certain time. I feel like this is the first time. Right. Because I usually stay at Brady's. So yeah. That actually makes sense why this happened. Because I'm like, oh, whatever. Whatever time I get there, whenever I get there. But one, you communicated that to people. I feel like the ones that are my core values, I can communicate that to people mm-hmm. if I find that to be a continuous issue in the future. But also, yeah, you reevaluated what... To happen? You're like, okay, this isn't gonna end our friendship. This isn't gonna end the podcast, but it might feel really detrimental <laughs> right now. End the
0: People are like the podcast is over.
2: <laughs> Kara came over. Too early, (laughs) but friends is done. It can like
0: feel like that in the moment. Like it can feel like it's a friendship ending. Like when someone excludes me, yeah. Because I was gonna say what it comes down to is like you felt excluded, and to me, I felt like my time wasn't respected. Yeah, and it like feels so detrimental in the moment. But as long as you talk to that person and they're
2: receptive, yes. Because I texted this person like, "Oh, I'm bummed I couldn't come," and then they called me. And then they explained why I couldn't come. And I'm like, no, it's so fine. Like, And then they invited me later to mm-hmm. the day. They I ended up that. inviting
0: me to go out with them for dinner. But if you had been like, oh my God, I... Screw this I whole can't thing, believe you wouldn't be SAR. Yeah. And I said it really, I'm just like,
2: ah, like I said it really nicely. How I felt bummed that I couldn't come. And then they just called me. and They're like, okay, why don't you come later? Perfect. Perfect solution.
0: Perfect solution.
2: Yeah, but I could have blown that up and like we couldn't, we might not be friends anymore.
0: Right. They do say there's like a famous psychologist or something. Okay, I probably should go. Yeah, you
2: th- okay, I have to jump on a call, but
0: Allison's gonna wrap the episode. you okay, fully fun. confident you got this. I, I do. It's fine.
2: Okay, bye guys. <laughs>
0: Okay. So I don't know which famous psychologist or sociologist or something like that said this, but he said it's all in the repair. Like Life is going to happen. You're going to upset people. You're going to do the wrong thing sometimes. We all have very busy, dynamic lives. So things are going to happen. But what's most important is how you repair the situation. And that goes as light as you were running late and you actually apologized for running late or as deep as Your parent really, really doing something horrible to you in your childhood. And then them, once you get older, actually apologizing for how their actions impacted you, which I do think is so healing to even hear because I can think of so many times where maybe I didn't do what I wish I would have. But it's nice to know that we do have the opportunity to communicate and try to repair and heal after something has happened. And so in these the situations that we just described, Kara with her friend at brunch, Kara's friend with helping, her coming here, it's more in how you communicate after and just being like, hey, this was important to me. I just want you to recognize this so that in the future, da, 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 And instead of letting something boil and becoming an issue or a thing that leads into a fallout or something like that. So yeah, I think the takeaway here is to first self-reflect on what your core values are and what the opposite of that might be and see if there's anything in your life that is causing some underlying pain or tension because of how important that is to you. And then zoom out and see, okay, is the person that's maybe doing this to me, are they doing it with malintent or are they just kind of like blissfully unaware of the situation? Because I obviously know Kara's intentions were not like, I'm going to come and disrupt her from her other work. Hers was like, oh, I got in town early. Like, I'm excited to see her. I'm just going to drop my bag, whatever. Like, I know that she wasn't actually trying to disrupt my day or disrespect my time. So I can reflect and be like, no, we're good friends. There was no malintent going on here. We can easily move on from the situation. And her with the friend of her brunch, she could be like, hey, I know that you had these other commitments. No worries. I would still love to see you and not be like, no, this friend like hates me now. She doesn't want me to come. Like, it's not personal. And honestly, in life, like, nothing is ever personal. As I was just saying, like, my rule of privacy, like, that applies to literally everyone. Like, whether it's my parents stopping by, a good friend, Clay. Like, I'm like, I need to know when you are coming over, if you're coming over. Like, I hate surprises so much. Also, I'll end this on a funny story of how much I hate surprises. I don't know what birthday it was. Maybe, like, 22 I had a friend at the time decided to throw me a surprise birthday party. And I was so upset that I got a surprise birthday party because I was like, dude, I don't know what the vibe is. Like, I don't know who's going to be there. Like, where is this at? Like, this is the day that I this is my birthday and I want to spend it how I want with the people who I decide I want to be around in the way that I want. Like, I'm literally such a control freak. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> and so when I like I basically pressed them into telling me that they had a surprise party because I was like, why is everyone being so sus? Like, what is happening? I'm like, everyone is like suddenly busy tonight, can't hang out. Like, I wanted to go do this one thing for my birthday and like no one would do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? Like, it was like a like a cute little farmer's market or something. And I'm like, really? Like just suddenly today, everyone is like busy and can't do it. But it was because they all had a surprise birthday party planned. And... In the moment, I was like upset because I didn't want to be surprised. But then after I reflected, I was like, this is literally so pure and so wholesome and so nice. And then when I got to the event after I like cried and had my meltdown, (laughs) then... They like told me that like, this is who we invited. This is like, what's going on. I was like, oh my God, amazing. So then I got to see my family and other friends and it was a really, really nice event. But I think kind of going back to my core value being like, I want to know who I'm going to be around, my time, what's going on. So to me, that felt... (laughs) triggering even though the intention was they're like oh my god we just want to like do a nice thing for someone and i honestly probably upset them so much by ruining the surprise birthday but anyway we we worked it out and now they know i don't like surprise birthday parties which okay here's the thing though i just need to know some element of the surprise so if someone like clay will tell me hey on Friday night at 7 p.m i have like a surprise for you dress this part or like give me some some clues. And so if you have someone in your life who also really likes to know what's kind of going on and you want to surprise them. I feel like if you give them some parameters of kind of what's happening that they can work with, because I'm like, I'm like, what is this surprise? Like we're taking a trip suddenly, or is this a surprise? Like we are we just have like a sunset picnic, like what is happening? And I need to be way better at going with the flow. And I have gotten better about it. Yeah. I don't even know where I'm going with this at this point, but yeah, this is just something we were talking about, Kara and I, and how, if you're not aware of it, you could end end up really, really hurting or offending people that you love and care about. And obviously none of us ever want to do that. And we also don't want to push people away because of our own things that we're very particular about in a certain way. You know, we're all on this healing journey together. I don't believe anyone has ever fully healed. We're all just, you know, navigating through life, getting a little bit better each and every day. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're sorry that Kara had to leave. There are so many moving parts to navigate when either I go to st louis or she comes here because we're like both still trying to do our other work while doing the podcast so yeah but we'll catch you guys up more in next week's episode and like i said come hang out on the patreon page if you want to join our book club apparently all right love you guys and we'll see you next week bye
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we
0: hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. If we want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys, we need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right?
2: (laughs) So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And
0: yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to whoever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye.
1: This is the story of the one.